Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at Center.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Wednesday, everybody. Sorry about that late little uh, audience response here. I got my iPad, my iPad, my whatever it is over there that we use every morning. <clears throat> so we don't need it. We'll just use our phone for now. Um, good morning, Wednesday, Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday. It is March 6th. I can't even believe it. The year is just flying by. It's March. I can't believe it. I should probably. Oh my gosh. Someone looked in this word the other day. And, you know, I'm going to do it. Because I'm going to do it. It makes me laugh so hard and speak to the big sound. Oh, you guys are all panicking. Your sweats and anxieties rolling in. And, uh, well, you really need that bomb hit now, huh? Let's see. Do we have one? Yep, a little one. A little baby one. Here. Oh, y'all talking out there. I'm going to see you for these It's a gorgeous morning. Um, let's see what the weather is. See if we can figure out. Well, it's 48 degrees, so it's still a little bit, but it sure is pretty. It's supposed to be like 85 today or something insane like that. So anyway... Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. Uh, Cannabis Kid is not here with us live right now, though. Yo, me. Um, but he will hopefully call in, and if not, we'll, we are going to have a super special event next week, and he will be here for that. It is our seven-year anniversary radio show. <laughs> yep, get the bells out. Let me get the bells out for that. Robert Plashorn is coming on. Uh, we've invited Doug Fine. We've invited Rick Simpson. We're still waiting to hear from those crazy kids. And um, I'm sure, I'm sure I can get Heidi Hanford to come on air with us next week. Speaking of with Heidi, um, Heidi's been helping us get our uh, tinctures together. So a huge, huge, beyond huge shout out to you and your crew and your company for helping us get this. Uh, Tumbleweed tinctures are coming. Tumbleweed CBD tinctures will be here. Uh, they're shipping out today from Florida. And uh, they'll be here um, 
Friday or Saturday. So we are super, super, super excited. These are awesome. We've got four flavors coming in. We have a natural flavor. We have a spearmint, a cinnamon, and a botanical blend, which has uh, all sorts of great citruses. It's got vanilla, um, some other great uh, essential oils that are good for you. So um, you will enjoy all the benefits of CBD in either a 125 milligram, a 250 milligram, a 500 milligram, or a 1,000 milligram tincture of your choice. You know, and remember, just the higher the milligram you get, <clears throat> it just means you have to take less. That's all. So don't get scared. Um, I love it. I love that. Um, in fact, I have in my hand. I should have. I should have gone in the other room into my western room and grabbed my uh, 1800 spectacles to read this because this is amazing. Just of that time. This is actually 1905, but in our pharmacopoeia, it recommends in the United States pharmacopoeia before they so sneakily took it out, cannabis was in here. And I'm going to read it to you again. Ooh, I feel like I'm holding a Bible here. A little can of Bible here. Um, our, it was recommended we take 65 milligrams a day. No kidding, right? Like, what? I don't think I take that much a day. Um, do I? I don't know. Let me see. Well, maybe. <laughs> Depends. How, I don't, I'm not so sure how you would measure out the uh, smokeability of that factor, but definitely. Um, we all need to be on cannabis daily. I think I like the sound of the iPad better. This is just, well, probably because the speakers are bigger and everything. All right, Silver Sister, we'll be back soon next week. We're going to have a huge party. And maybe Doug Fine will just drive over here and have Chinese food with us on the couch. Be a radio all right, let's give a shout out to Tumbleweed Cell Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down if you're anywhere in the Arizona area. Come get, come get certified. And don't forget to vote for us, folks. I'll post that on the, um, let's see, do, 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 Tucson Weekly is having a cannabis bowl 2019. And so far, Tumbleweed Health Center won the first three best certification centers. Uh, for 16, 17, and 18. So let's get us to 2019 with another best up. That would be really awesome. But anyway, either way, we win, we don't. We still strive every day to do our best to take care of y'all. So let's see here. You can go to the website, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And if you go to the certification section, uh, scroll down a little bit. And you want to know what conditions will qualify you for a medical marijuana card here in the state of Arizona. You do have to have a couple things with you. You need an Arizona ID, valid. Um, it can be just an ID or a driver's license or a valid U.S. passport. And I think you can actually use a birth certificate and an ID from wherever you're coming from if you're staying uh, with a relative or, or whatever. So you do have to have that and, a, and a 249 bucks, 150 of that goes to the, uh, the state of Arizona. That's their fee. And we'll read later uh, in just a little bit here after we do some um, commercials and shout outs. We're going to read uh, that uh, they're trying to get the state fee reduced. So that is a good thing. All right. So if you are in Arizona for whatever reason, if you're snowboarding it, going to school, or you live here permanently, or you're passing through, whatever. Uh, and you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, 
agitation of Alzheimer's disease, a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that causes cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yep, give us a call, 520-838-4430. Uh, THCTucson at gmail.com for those who just want to get on the computer and get that out. And then um, you can come on down, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come see us. I think Yahoo has the old address, and I'm trying to figure out how to get that off. Because people end up at the old shop, you know, and it's sad, and they're like, hey, you fools. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Yahoo just told you the wrong place to go. So, anyway, good morning, bloggers out there. If you do want to get out and blog with us, um, you can go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, go to the radio section, scroll, and actually, the first picture you click on, you can get to the radio show. But if you scroll down, um, I love that legalized marijuana. <laughs> uh, the old-timey picture. You can actually click and to listen and chat with us live right there. So there it is, what's happening right now. You can download episodes. Um, looks like you can download something. Oh, on your MP3 player. Oh, and you can share the episode. We'll check that out. All wonderful things. Thank you again for making us one of the top ten uh, best podcasts on the planet. I just have to laugh at that. Because, uh, I know there's some people. I wish I could bring up the stats right now. I'm going to find out how to do that next time. Um, and and personally thank people from these teeny tiny little countries and, and people, villages, for that matter. There's probably some, some yeah, there's probably some villages out there. Okay. So, anyway, let's get to some news. But, okay. I know. Squirrel. <laughs> you guys are all laughing. Uh, the Pharmacopoeia of the United States, eighth decennial revision. All right, so this is 1905. Um, and I love, oh, I wish we had to learn cursive. I wish kids really did because the signature of the person who owned it, uh, E.M. Lyons, is just gorgeous. I want a tattoo of that. <laughs> it's really that. Wow. It's really that. It's so pretty. Um, all right, this is by authority of the United States Pharmacopoeia Convention held at Washington, A.D. 1900. So this is from that um, official from September 1st, 1905. And then if you turn the page, you see there's an official uh, USP stamp. It's the Pharmacopoeia of the United States of America, eighth uh, revision. Uh, and then there's an, a copyright and an actual stamped number and if we go to page 89, uh, here we go, cannabis indica, it says, oh, this is page 88, Indian cannabis. 
The dried flowering tops of the pistillate plants of Cannabis sativa, Linnae, a family Maraceae, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, grown in the East Indies and gathered while the fruits are yet undeveloped and carrying the whole of their natural resin. I love that. The whole of their natural resin. Oh, that's just beautiful. It says further, in dark green or more or less brownish compressed masses consisting of the densely paniculate branchlets about five centimeters or more in length and the inflorescence more or less agglutinated with a resinous exudation. Commonly with a few undeveloped digitate leaves of one or more linear lancelet leaflets. Cloth with numerous sheathing pointed bracts each containing two small, mature, but unfertilized pistillate flowers, odor agreeably narcotic, and the taste is characteristic. In the powder, few or no pollen grains or stone cells should be present. The average dose is 65 milligrams. That's one grain's worth. Oh, man. Woo! That's awesome. That's just beautiful. And thank you <laughs> to the gods eBay for letting me find that. Another one coming from 1925. I know, I know. I'm going to get the one from the 1800s. I'll get it. I will find it. I will get it. All right. So let's all take a little sip of our tea here. And let's read about whether or not um, Arizona is going to indeed uh, lower the fee from $150 to $50 annually. Arizona Senate Bill 1138 is seeking to reduce the state's annual medical card fee from $150 to just $50. The bill would also make medical marijuana cards expire after two years instead of one, which means Arizona patients would only visit a marijuana doctor once every two years instead of annually. But they would still have to pay $50 annually to the state. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. You don't have to go see your doctor, but you still have to pay us. Why? That's just... Uh. Records obtained by Capital Media Services found that the Arizona Department of Health Services, ADHS, currently has about $55 million in a bank account obtained from the state's annual medical marijuana card fees and dispensary-related uh, dispensary fees. San <clears throat> Tan Sun News reported, and that account is increased uh, is increasing by about $14 million every year. Quote, it would relieve the burden of the Department of Health, Borelli said. They have such a short time in getting these cards in and out, so for processing, why not have the card go for two years? Well, <laughs> if passed, Borelli's bill would reduce the financial burden on the state's $200,000 medi medical marijuana patients. Oh, just don't think it'll happen. It's, you know, it's Arizona. They, it's anybody these days. They want their money. And if they have $150 from 200,000 patients annually, and I'm sure, you know, maybe 10% of those are on uh, food stamps. So maybe it's slightly less, but think about it. Um, first of all, they shouldn't do it. There shouldn't be an annual fee. You should just be able to go to your doctor and uh, have them write you a little note says my kid can use cannabis or whatever you need to um you know it shouldn't have to be 
You don't do it for Oxy. You don't do it for Vicodin. You know, you do have to go see a tape, quote, specialist. Um, and that's gotten even more strict because of the abuse that's in this country uh, when it comes to the opioids, opiates, uh, opiates. I always want to say little Opie Cunningham. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know. Um, you know, it's it's a nice idea. It would be a really great thing if they would do it. But every time there's a bill introduced to take away money from the state, it just doesn't happen. They keep the money. They want the money. They keep the money. So I don't know. We'll see. We will see. So let's check it out. Let's go to do... Um, there was another article I wanted. Oh, ha, here we go. Martha Stewart. Give it up for Martha. Maddie. Uh, she is partnering with Canadian cannabis firm. Ha, the domestic diva who brought us hemp yarn is now partnering with Canada's can, uh, cannabis growth to develop new products containing CBD, a compound derived from hemp. First to come, said Martha Stewart, we will be a sensible, uh, will be a sensible product for pets. Oh, that's great. Yeah, pets really need this. Um, <clears throat> proponents say CBD offers health benefits, benefits from relieving pain to taming anxiety. Others urge caution until more research is done. The U.S. legalized hemp cultivation at the end of last year, but the U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently warned that it is still illegal to add CBD or THC the compound that gives pot its high to human or animal food and transport it over state lines. It, all, uh, it has also cracked down on CBD-infused products that make health claims. Um, others are already in the pet space uh, despite the FDA's warning earlier this week. Denver-based cannabis company Dixie Brand said its pet wellness brand, Therabis, will begin selling hemp-based CBD soft chews for cats in April. The global market for legal and illegal cannabis is estimated at $150 billion today. According to Euromonitor, by 2025, it estimates the legal market alone will be worth $166 billion. That's crazy. Uh, Stewart's tie-up with Canopy may not be a surprise to her fans. In 2015, she baked brownies on the Martha Stewart Show with marijuana aficionado Snoop Dogg and hinted that Snoop could all, uh, add a little weed if he wanted to. Uh, the next year, Stewart and Snoop began hosting the VH1 talk show Martha and Snoop's Potluck Dinner Party. Marijuana is often part of the banter. Stewart could also help canopy growth and the larger cannabis industry reach new audiences, says uh, Giada uh, Aguirre. De Carcer, the CEO of New Frontier Data, a cannabis research firm. In a study last fall, New Frontier found that the fastest growing group of cannabis users is older females whose kids are grown, not the tie-dye hippies of old. But, uh, they want brands they can trust with nice packaging, which is Stewart's expertise. That's true. It's so funny. But it isn't. We do judge a book by its cover, and we do... Um, <clears throat> judge it on 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 packaging i do i mean you want someone that has good taste in <laughs> in in all aspects now where was that article uh i'm not seeing it right now so we'll find someone else oh here's a good one now we're getting this from azmarijuana.com folks so check them out go online we're on there you can be azmarijuana.com all right it's 
oh, these 2020 presidential candidates support marijuana legalization. Well, I wonder how long or short this list is going to be. Let's just see about it. Weed the White House. All right. For the first time in U.S. history, all candidates running for president support some sort of form of marijuana legalization. I'm going to repeat that. I'm going to say that again. Are you ready for this? Let's see if Cannabis Kid is on the line yet. Nope, not yet. For the first time, where is it? For the first time in U.S. history, all candidates running for president support some form of marijuana legalization. That's awesome. I mean, we should just end the show right there. <laughs> That's great. Here we go. Here's the breakdown. And I'm sure there's more to come because it's still early yet. You know, it, it's still early. I'm sure there's going to be others throwing their hats in the ring. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Democratic presidential candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren has even evolved her perception of marijuana. The Boston Globe notes Warren's position on marijuana changed about four years ago when she indicated she was open to marijuana legalization in Massachusetts in 2015. Democratic presidential candidate Senator Kamala Harris is the controversial supporter due to her previous position as a district attorney. But she's admitted to using marijuana and also cited her family's Jamaican heritage as a means for indicating she's always supported legalization. Here we go. Uh, Democrat, uh, Democratic national campaign strategist John Lapp said there's been a tremendous evolution. Marijuana legalization, if you look back, was really something for fringe candidates. It's just not very controversial at all now. I love that. It's just not very controversial at all now. It really isn't. And if anybody wants to sit down and have the cannabis conversation with, with us, we, we will have it with you. We will talk to you about it. No, we're not going to argue, do this and that, whatever. Hey, there's a lot of facts out there. There's a lot of science out there. It's been in our pharmacopoeia since it's been written. Uh, the Chinese have had it in their pharmacopoeia since 1500. It's been used for thousands and thousands of years. They're finding it in tombs of all sorts of, of mummies uh, and great leaders. And, you know, it's just... I love that. It's not very controversial at all right now. Uh, recent polls show that 62% of Americans support legalization compared to 2008. It was just 35%. Yeah, we, yeah, huge, huge jump. Some of the shift of opinion is accredited to the attractiveness of the tax revenue and job creation that this exciting industry can bring to state and local governments. Yeah, totally clap for that. Uh, Lots of jobs for everybody. There's, yeah, tons of jobs. Um, <clears throat> currently, Massachusetts Governor Bill Weld is the only re uh, Republican opponent to President uh, Trump. He supports legalization and has for quite some time. Democratic presidential candidate Senator uh, Amy Klobacher uh, said she supports marijuana legalization and the state should have the right to handle legalization as they see fit. Get the government out of our garden, right? Right. Um, Democratic presidential candidate Senator Cory Booker said, quote, I am pleased to see public sentiment moving as it is, but I have an approach to marijuana legalization that sees it as a justice issue and not just as an adult youth issue. The damage that the enforcement and prohibition has done to our country is outrageous, unacceptable, and violates 
our values. Former Colorado governor and Democratic presidential candidate John Hickenlooper said, quote, the state should have the ability to go ahead and legalize it, and the federal government should be their partner in this and not their adversary. Absolutely. That's absolutely, absolutely right. Um, it's, you know, it's happening, and I just think that's great. For the first time in U.S. history, all candidates running for president support some form of marijuana legalization. Oh, yeah, it is pretty uh, enlightening, isn't it? It is. It's time, and, you know, when we first started, uh, Tumbleweed started at 11, 11, 11, and, um, yep, that's right, we're coming up on eight years now. Uh, we were whispering. Oh, I still remember the days and the feeling of, of having to do that. You just, you know, you just, you, you felt embarrassed and ashamed a little bit. And then slowly, you know, with, with more stories and Sanjay Gupta coming out with his, uh, his series of videos, his weed videos, which everybody's still, they're still so relevant and everyone still needs to see them there. And they're on our website at com. You can check them out. Um, and Siri is now thinking that uh, I was asking her question, but I really wasn't. Thank you, though, Siri. I really appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate your ability to be there when I really didn't need you there. So thank you. Um, all right. Oh, my gosh. Here, here's something. You just just don't do this, folks. Okay. Just don't do it. No, go back. We're going to get to our sound catalog here. All right. And let's check in before we read about... <laughs> something you just should never do. Let's see if anybody is out there on the lines for us. All right. Florida man burns a pile of pot leaves in his backyard, leads cops to his stash inside. No, no harps for that. Come on. 54-year-old Florida man, David Ellis, was super friendly to the sheriff's deputies who arrested him, but he still didn't snitch. Oh, my. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, and when there's weed smoke, there are nosy neighbors. One towering column of cannabis smoke later, and police arrive at the home of Felsmere, Florida man David Ellis. To officers' surprise, Ellis made no effort to hide the open burn that was quickly engulfing the trimmings from a few dozen cannabis plants. In fact, he welcomed officers inside his home just to make sure they understood the difference between flower and trim. Because in Ellis's words, he wasn't burning cannabis, as police claimed. He was burning... Uh, trash, the stuff you don't smoke. Oof. Well, I hope he keeps that stuff first. Uh, Florida, <clears throat> as Indian River County Sheriff's Deputy Luke Keppel pulled up to Ellis's home, he quickly saw what prompted a neighbor's complaint in the first place. Blanketing the quiet neighborhood in a smoky haze, the unmistakable, unmistakable smell of cannabis wafted through the air. Uh, at ground zero was an open pile of debris, uh, Deputy Keppel said spewing out flames about a yard high. <laughs> when Keppel knocked on the door of the residence, Ellis answered. Together, the officer and the floor men walked toward the burning debris pile. Ellis told the officer it was just leaves. It wasn't a lie. Leaves, stalks, and other trimmings from several small cannabis plants were in the fire. Keppel accused Ellis of burning cannabis. Nah, Ellis replied, he was just burning leaves, just burning trash. If Deputy Keppel wanted to see cannabis, he should come inside. And that's exactly what Ellis invited Keppel to do. I've got a quarter pound of it inside, Ellis explained. <laughs> inside, Deputy Keppel saw enough to call for backup. He saw a large aluminum baking tin filled with raw flour, 
pipes and bongs littered the kitchen and living room. And Keppel wrote in his report, Keppel and Ellis uh, went back outside the house, and Ellis, who had been attending to a howling tea kettle, asked the deputy if he'd seen the tray of cannabis. Keppel said he had. I've got more in the refrigerator, <laughs> Ellis told Keppel. Um, I'm starting to question if this guy was doing something other than uh, cannabis. <laughs> I then back up had arrived. A search of Ellis's home turned up 174 grams of flour and a little more than a half ounce of wax. Did you find it all, Ellis asked. Ellis spent the night in an early breakfast in jail before posting $6,000 bond last Friday. He'll soon appear in court on multiple drug charges. The 64-year-old Florida man is facing felony marijuana possession charges, possession of a controlled substance without a prescription, and misdemeanor drug paraphernalia possession. Marijuana decriminalization efforts are spreading across Florida, but in places where police are actually adopting them on the ground, they only apply to misdemeanor possession. So hopefully Ellis's graciousness toward his arresting officers will play in his favor in the end. And I just want to know why, 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 why would you do that? <clears throat> anyway, first of all, the leaves and the stuff for stands, all, that's the beauty of the plant. You can use the whole thing. You can use every part of it. So uh, they used to make, uh, well, they, they make now out of the roots um, a really wonderful balm. It's good for cramps and muscle aches and soreness and inflammation and pain. Uh, the leaves, you can actually uh, juice and or you can actually keep them to get all the medicine out of there. You can bake with them. Uh, there's so much, so much you can do. And you know what else you can do? Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda pop, cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama. A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana. What you gonna do? Send the feds there? Hell no. The DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a looking for a pot shop. This is fucking No 
know about the science of marijuana? What you know about people suffering from glaucoma? They need it. They need it. It helps them with their condition. If you don't believe me, then just ask some eye physicians. Thank your granddad for voting for that guy, Richard. Nixon is the president who made the plants illegal. But science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal. Alcohol and tobacco, pharmaceutical prisons. I'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers. They're making money day and night, all those motherfuckers. And bribing Congress out of sight, all those motherfuckers. They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pimped shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey, Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, Radio section, you can click 
on the first picture you see. It'll take you to the show. You can scroll down and listen live. Um, we also want to give a shout-out to uh, Grower's House. Go to growershouse.com. They are at 3635 East 34th Street here in Tucson. They just acquired a big new building, kind of like the Home Depot of, of uh, Groponics, we'll call it. I like it. Um, so anything you need to grow, hydroponics, dirt, anything for, you know, the little fishy systems. I don't know if you've ever seen the little fishy systems, but they work pretty well. If you go to Disney World, holy cow. Yeah, some of the hydroponic systems they've got going on in their garden, is they they make, they grow nine-pound lemons. It's insane. I've seen them. It's, it's just really insane. Um, and we also want to give a shout out to Canna Health Online Digital Magazine, another wonderful, wonderful magazine you don't even need to wait for. It doesn't come every month. It's just already there. So just go to, uh, here you go, Canna Health. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. Profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. You go to our website, drinking my tea, I love this tea, and you scroll down, you can actually click on the uh, Grower's House icon, and the Canna Health icon, <clears throat> cannahealthmagazine.com, and you can get to all their past issues and the current one. All right, so check it out. I like these uh, new free things from these magazines, these little tiny things. All right, we'll get over here to the blog and see what's going on, see if anyone's there, say howdy, howdy, howdy. All right, Canadian companies target U.S. CBD market force. It, you know, it's just a free-for-all right now. Everybody from any market is going to go into whatever market they can get in until their market opens up for everything. <laughs> so one big, beautiful cannabis market on the planet. I like it. Vancouver, Canada. Can America Brands Corporation and the Strategies Corporation and CBD Distribution Company Limited have formed a joint venture to produce and market CBD isolate in the United States. The joint venture... Uh, allowed the companies <clears throat> to purchase 80% of the extraction contracts belonging to Z3 Sciences LLC for USD $42.25 million. Z3 will continue to produce the isolate at its Colorado facility. Uh, Invictus will provide financing. Can America will provide extraction and post-processing expertise and CB distribution will source and produce <coughs> hemp biomass in addition to providing branding, marketing, and sales of the finished product. According to a statement distributed by the joint venture, the current wholesale cost for CBD isolate <coughs> is in the range of USD $5,000 to $7,000 per kilogram. Z3's existing extraction contracts range from USD $20 to $30 per in Put pound of hemp biomass plus one dollar uh, to two dollars per finished gram of CBD isolate. The current facility has the capacity to process up to fifty thousand pounds of hemp biomass per month, 
with a yield of approximately 2,500 kilograms of CBD isolate per month. CanAmericaBrands.com, Invictus-MD.com, and ZFreeSciences.com. So, wow, there you go. And, that, and that's exactly what people are doing everywhere. They're just going big. They're just going to go big or go home. Anti-cannabis book raises a ruckus. Tell your children. What? Former New York Times reporter. Yeah, we read about this. Alex Berenson's Tell Your Children asserts today's much more powerful and available pot is leading to psychosis and violence. Well, here's the deal. Here's the truth. If you have mental issues and challenges and you know that anxiety is not a thing you welcome in your life, then don't smoke sativas. Seriously. You don't want to exacerbate that. I think in some cases it can stop it for people, but you really got to just know your weed um, and tell your children. Tell your children it was used to be in our pharmacopoeia, and they took it out. Michigan, uh, Michigan clarifies CBD status. Legislature said consumers do not need a medical card to purchase hemp-derived products, overriding regulators' position on the matter. <clears throat> I'll drink some tea to that. Actually, I kind of have to pour it first. <laughs> and then we'll get to that. All right. Uh, let's see. Florida reverses course on flour. In the legislature, oh, if the legislature doesn't repeal a smokable weed ban, new Governor Ron DeSantis will do it himself by declining to appeal a court decision calling the ban unconstitutional. Still to smoke your weed. Just put your weed in it. No, don't worry, I'm not going to say that. Let me see. Oregon moles state to state export faced with a continuing overbalance of bud. Oregon legislatures are considering a bill that would allow growers to ship crops into neighboring states. Well, that's happened. That's going to happen. But that's awesome. Let's just get it. Let's just get that happen. Welcome, Silver Sister. There you are. Oh, okay. That's it. Um, investors to Menden. Two early investors alleged the company breached fiduciary duty and engaged in retaliatory actions when the investors tried to exercise contractual equity rights. <laughs> Good evening, Grand Island. I think I was trying to show Dr. George Grand Island a little short chop of an island for Silver Sister frequent. <laughs> um, criminal case sours for sweet leaf owners. Uh-oh. Two years after raids on the Colorado dispensary chain, the three men at the top pleaded guilty to racketeering and illegal distribution charges. Oh. Joe Montana suits up for Kaliba. The Hall of Fame quarterback contributed to a $75 million investment the company will use to expand its product line and open more dispensaries. All right. Big money. And here's the thing. <clears throat> Big money, medium money, small money. It's kind of like the three bears, you know. Everybody should be allowed to be involved. Um, and to, whether you have $75 and you want to try and start something or you have $75 million, Mr. Montana, everybody should be allowed to try. CBS Nixa's Super Bowl ad. Oh, yeah, we knew that. The network declined Acreage Holdings the opportunity to spend $5 million to reach an estimated 100 million viewers with a third party with a, uh, with a 30 second message about cannabis medicinal, medicinal purposes. Yeah, that's just lame. That's really, really, really lame. 
Well, soon. It'll happen soon. You know, remember, if this is the first time in history that all the presidential candidates are going to support weed. We should send them little um, leaf pins. <laughs> they can all wear little green leaf pins. Candescent uh, Stylus Rechargeable Vape Pens. Oh, new product. Mm, this is their new product review. Oh, and here's one that we'll um, we'll probably be having soon. Oh, you know what else is coming soon? Some of these CBD products. Come on, they need them. Okay, a sleek, modern, timeless design with soft touch finishes. Stylus offers three temperature settings and preheat functionality. Reinforced unibody construction makes the device durable. Inside the first edition collector's box, protective cap, orange velvet dust bag micro USB charger, and three magnetic rings for automatic pairing with candescent or other cartridges. That sells for 60 bucks. Okay. And here's something that's cool we'll look into. CBD Lux inhaler. Uh, 1,100-milligram micelle-meter dose inhalers deliver 200-plus precise 5.5-milligram doses of full-spectrum hemp oil CBD. Oh, okay. That's a good little dose, 5.5 milligrams. Choose from four bio-enhanced formulas. Be active, be calm, be clear, and be well. They uh, sell for uh, $79.95. Okay. Israel's green light uh, medical export. <clears throat> Jerusalem. The Israeli government in late January approved worldwide export of medical cannabis. We'll just clap for that. Following the... Uh, Nesset's unanimous passage of legislation and regulations in December, already well-known for cultivation and extraction technologies, as well as clinical research and development, the country is eager to capture a significant portion of global medical market and nergious market research. Estimates, uh, estimates will be worth a U.S. $28 billion by 2024. Israeli politicians and business leaders lauded the move as a savvy play that very well may catapult the country into a dominant position in the global supply chain. Uh, the economic potential is enormous, according to the Ministry of Finance, as exports could add between 1 and 4 billion shekels to tax revenue annually. According to the Ministry of Agricultural and Rural Development, Israeli's climate, combined with forward thinking and regulation, a research and development and clinical experience establish an environment ripe for development by foreign and domestic entrepreneurs and investors. Eight companies held cannabis cultivation license January 1st. By the end of the month, dozens more had applied. I think you that. <clears throat> I love it. Um, yeah, there's a lot of research in, in Israel <clears throat> and hoping that, um, here, let's just pour a second cup so I don't do that yet. You know, we're going to see more and more and more and more research here, and we're going to get it back in our pharmacopoeia. I wonder, yeah, ooh, ooh, yeah, that would be magical. Ooh, how do we do that? How do we do that? Okay, so here's some numbers. 29 European countries have legalized medical cannabis. I'll clap for that. Uh, 20 European countries have decriminalized recreational cannabis use. Woohoo! 60. The number of conditions qualifying for cannabis treatment in the U.S., well, I think California probably has 60. <laughs> uh, 50, the number of countries worldwide regulating um, medical marijuana, 50. 
countries worldwide regulate medical marijuana. That's just awesome. Oh, here we go. So, you know what's really fun and exciting for me? <clears throat> when I'm grocery shopping, I love it. And I see on the shelf a giant leaf, a giant pot leaf. It's just the best thing ever. I get all excited. And I start looking if there's more. Uh, so I get scratched over there, and here's the uh, Sentinel Spotlight puts these out. Um, Marijuana Goes Mainstream, the 2009 update, uh, which is really awesome. And then it talks about each and every state. How- completely red, but I think they're in the process of, of uh, updating. So you can get your latest edition of Sprouts. I just thought that was, uh, I just love that. Anyway, all right, <clears throat> let's take a look here. The State of Legal Marijuana Markets, uh, the 2019 update provided by AMG, Cannabis Professional. Okay, so they've got a little map here uh, with their colors. And then uh, here we go. Nevada saw jaw-dropping first-year adult-use cannabis sales. First year, $425 million. Come on, folks. Especially considering the size of the state's year-round population and the tourism market. Holy cow. (laughs) That's $425 million the first year. Oh, boy. That's insane. Come on, people. Get on board. If anything, just put your kids through college or something. <laughs> okay. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Launched in record time. That market following voter approval in late June. Licensing began in August, and the first dispensaries opened before end of year. By December 24th, the Oklahoma Medical Marijuana Authority had approved licenses for 1,284 cultivators, 336 processors, and 799 dispensaries. Good for you guys. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Anyone get that reference? It's actually... <laughs> All right. <clears throat> 2.5 million. Due to licensing and testing issues that arose in California in 2018, the state is on track to be the first in the U.S. to actually shrink legal spending from $3 billion to $2.5 billion. <gasps> In its first year of adult use uh, legality, the results surprised many in the industry. That is surprising. I wonder what happened. Well, because everyone else is going legal and they don't have to, you know, oh, who knows, whatever. 2019, $17 billion. Worldwide spending on cannabis is forecast to grow 39.1% to $17 billion in 2019. Oh. You got that right. <laughs> 39.1%. 40% just this year. And it's not even legalized everywhere. <laughs> and it's fueled by the addition of new markets across the U.S. and abroad and increases in the percentage of adults uh, imbibing as public attitudes about cannabis con- uh, consumption evolve. That's right. Just check your real pharmacopoeia. 65 grams a day, folks. Um, I know I know one person who gets that and he needs it, so good for him though. Uh, okay. 1.25 billion. After years of double digit increases in spending on legal cannabis, uh, growth in Colorado slowed to single digits in 2018. Medical cannabis sales are forecast at 339. 
333 million down 20% from 2017 and adult use sales at almost 1.25 billion up 12%. Well, yeah, a lot, there's still a lot of people that want medical. Uh, and I think that'll stay around for, for a long time. People want to see a doctor. They don't just, you know, especially the older women that they say are using so much cannabis. Um, check out, you got to come down uh, to Tumbleweeds Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, right here in Tucson. Uh, 85711, if you're punching it in your GPS right now, around the southeast corner of Broadway and Swan. We've got the, a new era of oil infusion with our new Lebo machine. We have the new one and the old one if you're on a little bit of a budget. The old one's uh, 100 bucks less, I think, and it's still a fantastic model. Um, simple LED interface offers total control. That looks very nice. A little update from the other one. Two new cycles for drying and activation. Ooh. Uh, dispensing for a mess-free experience. Okay. <laughs> the last one I had was a little messy, but that's all right. I worked. I figured out how to work around it. Durable silicone stir. Uh, with large paddles for increased efficiency. Oh, we are double clapping for that. That I was just going <laughs> to figure out how to make them my own. Yeah, Dad, I was going to do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Wi-Fi enabled. Um, child lock option. The other one has a child lock option, uh, I believe, as well, because you shouldn't, well, you shouldn't cook any medicine and leave it unattended. And a ceramic-coated reservoir. Available in colors Robin, uh, Cayenne, Alpine, Meyer, and Jet Black. All right. Uh, I believe we have the Meyer Lemon. <laughs> and I believe we're going to have some Jet Blacks and Alpines coming soon. These are great, great products. This is the product that I use to make um, my dog's tincture, his uh, RSO infusion. I took a gram of that that I grew and made. Uh, into RSO for him, took one gram, stuck it in an ounce of hemp oil, and made that 1,000 milligrams, and he gets his daily dose every day of that. Uh, it's fantastic. You two can make your own medicine that way. So, all right, it's nearing towards the end of the show, so let's just give a couple shout-outs again. Uh, Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. We've got uh, wonderful new products, uh, all sorts of new things to, to see in the shop. Um, and if you want to get your cannabis card and you have any one of these conditions, PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition, or the treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition uh, that causes cachexia or wasting syndrome, and yes, those are just slightly different. You need to look those up. I forgot the difference already, but I'll figure it out next time. Um, severe and chronic pain. Severe and chronic pain for the state of Arizona is uh, 60 to 90 days. And severe nausea, seizures, including those characteristic of epilepsy, severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. And if you didn't hear yours on that list, don't worry. Um, you've got things like migraines, fibromyalgia, irritable bowel syndrome, leg spasms, leg cramps, um, Parkinson's, dementia, um, any one of those. You know, if you've got anything, come talk to us and we'll figure out which category it fits in and we'll help you heal. And hang on. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. 
Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Email THC Tucson. That's for Tumbleweeds Health Center, folks. THCTucson at gmail.com. Go to TumbleweedsHealthCenter.com. You can come on in, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard, and we'll help you figure out how to get some cannabis for your system. Also, thank you to Growers House. Uh, for always being there for all our growing needs for everything. It's not just for cannabis anymore. <laughs> um, and thank you for Candy Health Online Digital Manager for being there anytime, 24-7. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy <laughs> with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. You can just go online and click that picture, the logo, and it'll take you right there. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Good Show Wednesday. Next week is a very, 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 very special seven-year anniversary radio show. Tune in for Robert Platshorn. I know I'm going to get Heidi Hanford on there. Come on, Heidi. Um, we invited Doug Fine, and Mr. Richardson has an invitation waiting in his email. Uh, yeah, we'll call him. <laughs> Come on down. And uh, join us each and every week for We Say Wednesday, 8 to 9 a.m. Get out there. Talk to the candidates that are coming up for, you know, president in 2020. It's not just about uh, Trump anymore. So get out there, do your research, and do your homework, and find out who you're voting for before you vote. Get out there and do your research about cannabis, too. The most important thing is remember, we love you. Oh, no. Be smart, be safe, and educate. Have an awesome week. We're going to say we'll see you next week. Uh, good evening, good night, Grand Island, and thank you very much. Bye, Cannabis Kid, we miss you. Happy Wednesday.